Hey everyone, Kyle Wilder Hegde, your host for Outcomes Rocket Pharma Podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing Eric Beaumont. Eric is a co-founder of Charity RX, and in 2020, he founded this company and set out on the colossal mission to make medicine more affordable and accessible for millions of Americans, while also giving back to charities and communities across the globe to highlight some of the impact that Charity RX has had in the less than two years of company existence. They have donated to over 40 charities, volunteered 1,708 hours of service, donated over 95,000 meals, and doing this all while saving Americans over $63 million on their prescription drugs. That's a lot in just two years. Well, welcome, Eric, to the show. Thanks, Kyle. So maybe to kick things off, I'd love to hear what inspires your work in healthcare. I think one of the things that really intrigued me about healthcare is the advancement of it, that it's moving. It's always, yeah. there's always progression and it doesn't matter what you're doing in pharma or in any type of division of healthcare, it's always progressing. And so that always intrigued me. And that's originally what got me kind of excited about it is that there's progression. It's never, it's not like a plateau. There's not a product. It's there's what's next. So yeah. it's, a, it's kind of an awesome industry to be in. I absolutely love that. And I think especially in the last, you know, two decades, the progression has gotten even more steep and kind of faster pace. Um, I'd love to, you know, hear how Charity Rx is really moving and pushing the the boundaries of progression in healthcare and how it's positioned to add value to the ecosystem. Yeah, I think if you look at us on a very basic scale, is you know, we we provide discounts to a wide swath of medications across 75,000 pharmacies. So there, you know, one of the biggest problems in, in healthcare in general is, is pharmacy pricing. And so we stand to put a good place uh, for us to be in is to, to solve that problem, you know, and, and try and, and solve that problem. So we've, we've done that to the best of our ability, but that's kind of where we stand as a company is, is trying to make the medication more affordable because it's prescriptions that they need. Yeah. Just can't afford them. So yeah. we're just trying to get that down. And so how do you do that? Maybe explain it to the audience of how does it actually work that you get discounts on these prescription drugs? Yeah. So, the, I mean, it's a very complex formulary that creates these pricings across all, all these pharmacy chains. But at the end of the day, it's it's really parlayed with your insurance companies. So yeah. Um, you know, they, they want to have a better price for their, their patients to be able to provide better patient outcomes and provide uh, a better place for their, their customers. And so they negotiate pricing and these, these pharmacy chains, they, they like to help people as well. And so they, they provide better pricing across the board for, for these major PBMs that are out there and they, they give them a good price on their medication, we just kind of parlay on that. We, we ride the coattail of better pricing that is built into contracts that are kind of existing across the industry. Awesome. And are there certain types of drugs or types of uh, disease states that Charity Rx is best positioned to support, or is it across the board? It is 100% across the board. What's awesome is that, you know, we're different than a lot of programs out there where they're, they're really narrow, they're focused, they get a great pricing on specific things, but we're really broad. I mean, we cover 
things just like uh, nebulizers or, you know, you would think that what well, is there a discount on that? How do you get a discount? So it, essentially the, the rule is if you can get a script for it, we can save some money on it. So it, there has to be a valid prescription, but if you can get a script for it, we, we have a discount. That's fantastic. So, you know, compared to other programs out there, I'm sure there's, you know, other types of companies. Uh, it's really the breadth and the reach that you guys have that uh, makes you different. Is that right? Yeah, it makes it it makes it unique because you know you, we get often liked into uh, pharmacy salespeople, right? Yeah. So where they're selling a specific thing, they're selling flu shot or whatever it may be, and that's what they do. They're focused on it and they sell hundreds of thousands of those things. But when you really open up the entire formulary for right. pharma, I mean, you can you can be creative there and create a lot of discounts across the entire board. And that's what makes us a little bit different on that side versus other people within the healthcare industry. Now that's common amongst the discount card space, but sure. across the industry of healthcare, we really have that swath that covers everything. That's awesome. So I'd yeah. love to hear, you know, what has Charity RX done or maybe some of the kind of outcomes, right, of uh, or impact that Charity RX has driven across your customers? So yeah, across our customers. So we have impact across a few different, I guess, avenues that you can call them, but customers are one of them. It's one that we really don't see that much. Sure. You know, it's, it's kind of one of those things that you, you give it and it's awesome. You know that it's helping people, right? Because yeah. we see the discounts of 60, I think we're a little bit over $64 million in savings now. Wow. So that's a lot of money. And you think about how that, that dollar travels around in that community or into that family. Sometimes... These drugs, I mean, you think about it, Kyle, one out of every three drugs, one out of every three actually is not picked up because of this problem of price. It's not like these, this is an elusive number of, you know, is this, is there one out of three drugs that could be taken? No, these are prescribed. The doctor prescribed this medication and they didn't pick it up. Wow. I can't imagine that. It's like, yeah. that's such a huge number considering that there's 4 billion that will be picked up this year, you know? Yep. So it's a big problem, um, but when you when you take that dollar and you circulate it in that family's home and you circulate it throughout that community, we don't see that impact on the consumer yeah. side. You know, we know that it saved that person twenty bucks, and they were able to now get that formula, or yeah. you save that person sometimes three hundred dollars, and now they're able to pay their rent. It just depends, but um, we just get the the reviews on occasion that come back to say, "Hey, this this really helped my family." We see a lot of impact in another avenue where that is not something with our consumers, with you know the many many hundreds of thousands of people that use us. Those people come back to us on occasion, but where our impact is really felt and seen is amongst the charities. It's where the cause what we do um, every day is we, we get to see that because we're there within those charities. We get to see the kids. We get to, we get to hand out the food. We get to do things for the, these charities that we're present for. We, it's tangible for us. So yeah. there's some impact there that we feel and that we get to see. And, and there's stuff even in that. It's like, well, how, where does that end? We don't know. But yeah. you know, there, there's a lot of good that's being done because of this, you know, this small company that just started two years ago. That's awesome. So tell me more about the impact on charities. I mean, I think it's it's a great concept, right? Customers yeah. can save on their drugs and also support others who are struggling with, you know, whether it's whatever the topic of a charity is. I'd love to learn more. Yeah. So the, the concept of Charity RX is 
is really to give back. It's, it's a part of our core belief. You know, it's, um, we are not a charitable, uh, we're not a, we're not a charity. We, we are a for-profit company, but we give back all the time. So every, every single month, there's a new charity that is chosen. And it takes, I mean, it just takes some time. We spend so many hours figuring out how to execute a new charity to, to, to run. And to, we have a team just set up for just giving, wow. right? It's a cool job. I mean, can you imagine yeah. just sitting there and like, who are we going to give to next? And how, how are we going to help out this charity? But some of the impact that we've done, um, I actually uh, am just amazed when you look back. I mean, we started in January 1st, 2020. COVID hit a couple months after that, shut down everything that we did and has slowed down that process because we are very, or face-to-face and that, yep. that model changed a lot over the last two years. So it slowed us down a lot, but in general, you think about the impact that we've done in two years, we just, we take a list of the charities that we've helped out and we go over it and it's just like, wow, I mean, that in two years, can you imagine what's going to be like in a decade from now? Yeah. But some of the things that uh, I've been, you know, really passionate about is, is kids. I actually, I have uh, four kids. I have two that are foster children and I've been passionate about kids because of that impact. Yeah. How far does it go? You know, yep. if you want to talk about like impact, where does this ripple effect end? Change a kid's life. Yeah. That will definitely have an impact for a long period of time. And so a lot of our stuff is geared in that direction, a lot of our charities, not always, but we just, for example, our, we have a lot of people throughout the country right now handing out foster care packs, mm. which people don't know is a problem, but these kids literally come into foster care in America and they, they show up with garbage bags with full of clothes. And that's what they take from home to home to home. It's kind of a difficult thing for us to really think about, but they don't even have a piece of luggage. So we, we yeah. gave them, you can see some stuff happening on our social media and and other platforms there when it comes to our foster care packs. But we're doing that right now. We've done a lot. We've done 90,000 meals and provided to the families. Um, a lot of those have been provided right here in Las Vegas, but we did just 50,000 more out in the Dominican Republic, which was just in December. That was an awesome, we, we took 40 people out there to Dominican and provided to them. We, we went to a boys and a girl, girls orphanage out there. Yep. about 40 kids in each uh, orphanage out there and provided Christmas to them. So it was fun. We brought Santa Claus. My dad had a Santa suit. We packed that thing up and we had all those, we brought Christmas to the, we brought Christmas trees and just so, so fulfilling, you know, the things that our team comes up with uh, to help out these, these people and these charities. It really is quite fun. Some things that are coming up though, um, that is literally on my mind right now, because the last two days we've been working on getting these things ready is I was brought up in a situation that was awesome. You know, I, I had two parents. Yep. Um, I had deep family. I had eight brothers and sisters and we have, you know, deep connections that love each other. And I, I always have somebody who has my back and I have a buddy here in Las Vegas. He, he coaches basketball team here. And uh, he, he told us that he has kids that show up and they don't even have a, uh, somebody assigned a parent release form. Wow. They're homeless. They're registered homeless right here. They're 17 mm-hmm. years old. And um, I just couldn't fathom that. So we're connecting with a charity right now that is giving to homeless teenagers. And uh, that's happening in July. We're doing a big event on August 3rd. But that's some of the impact that's going on right now. I could literally, there's 83 right now, 83 different charities 
that uh, have received aid and funds from Charity Arts in the last two years, but it's it's growing because we are always doing something new. Eric, I got to commend you for the impact that you have, not just on patients out of pockets, right? But also on others. You've built this very nice integrative business model that kind of does good as it grows and scales. I guess I'd love to hear, you know, from your perspective, maybe over the last two and a half years as as you've been building this business, but what was one of the biggest setbacks that you experienced and what was the the key learning from that? Yeah, I mean, we we came out guns blazing Jan 1, 2020. We were excited. You know, it, it takes a long time to get things rolling, contracts and things. And so we came out, we were finally live January 1st, and we were going we to get to work. We went out, we got 50 people on board, and we started hitting the pavement and just trying to get consumers to know about us. Yeah. And we got, just like everybody else in, in the sales space, you know, we just got hit hard. Um, yeah. We didn't have an online presence. We didn't have digital marketing at all. We didn't have any of that stuff. So that really was our biggest setback. It shut down everybody that we just started and we were just getting excited, you know? And so it was a huge, huge um, kill to our flame, but we, we learned a different way to do the business, something yeah. that I'd never done before. And we executed great on that for a period of about six months. Cause that's all we could do. Everything was shut down. So yeah. we, we did it that way. We, we did direct to consumer a little bit different than what what I was used to and it worked out. So it, we, we adapted much like anybody else, you know, yeah. it's not the survival of the fittest. It's not just about being the strongest. It's the one that adapts the most. Yep. And that's, that's what kind of kept us in the game. Now we're back to normal, you know, we're, we're all running around without, and you can see our smile on our faces. We can communicate a message well and talk about our charities and our causes with individuals and it works out great, but it was a huge, huge setback as for us, as it is for, you know, pretty much every business on planet earth was, you know, it had to adjust. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, maybe looking ahead the next, you know, one to five years, what trend or big theme are you most excited about? In, in my space, I think the thing that's going to be really exciting to see is the more digital consumption of healthcare. Um, and it really accelerated. It jumped 10 years in, in, into the future over the last two. But, you know, this has been a physical card for the most part. Yeah. And, and it has been up to this point for the last 27 30 to 30 years, been handed out physically to consumers. There are some of our you know competitors that kind of got ahead of that game and put a lot of money into getting it out there um, digitally. Mm-hmm. And so we're following suit, you know, we're, we're, that's where we're falling into line as well as uh, making sure our digital presence is as strong or stronger than our physical parent uh, yeah. presence in, in the game. That's great. I think all businesses are kind of going through that, especially on the heel end of, uh, of COVID, right. And having yeah. to adjust and, and kind of getting more of a, a virtual presence there. I guess before we conclude, please share, uh, you know, a closing thought and where listeners can get in touch with you. Yeah. I mean, our, our main place is charityarts.com. I mean, we've we put a lot of time, energy, and effort into creating a platform that people can go to that that actually is meaningful. It's quick, it's it's got a beautiful interface and anything healthcare, you can find it there. So if you're wondering about drug-to-drug interactions outside of just how do we get a discount, CharityRx is a great location for that. It it really starts to break down 
everything within the pharma world right there inside of charitydex.com. And so that's the that's an ideal place to, to really see what we do. You can also look at if you're interested in just following along the charitable cause. That's a great place to do it as well. We have a blog on there that follows each charity each month and talks about the individual causes that we're, we're doing there. But I think, you know, at the end of the day, who we are and who specifically like what I do every day is we help people. It's an awesome job. Kyle. I mean, I, I feel like I've been extremely blessed to be able to help people. And uh, we we've turned a lot of things around for people. And um, specifically within our company, we have right around 150 people in the company that their families are taken care of. You know, there's, yeah. there's people that are, they, they're fulfilled. They wake up, they're excited about their day. They enjoy what they do. They enjoy helping people and save money on their medications. They enjoy helping charities. So I'm just excited about where charity arcs has started in the last two years, but even more excited about where it's going. You know what? We're just getting started. This is just the beginning for us. And we're, we're grateful for our position, but we're, we're still hungry. We enjoy, we enjoy the, the climb here. I love it, Eric. Thank you so much for coming on the show today and sharing all the important work that you do. Have a wonderful day. Thanks, Kyle. Appreciate it, man. 